Hey friends, welcome to the Yet We Thrive podcast. We're your hosts, Jessica and Lindsay. Even though we are all part of this club that we never intended to sign up for, we're so glad you're here. We are a community for women who have lost babies or have struggled to get pregnant. And we're here to help you thrive, even in the midst of these impossible circumstances. So join us as we show you practical and sometimes unconventional ways every week for how to thrive in this one crazy life. Welcome back to the Yet We Thrive podcast. This is episode 90. What? (laughs) Oh gosh. What? That's insane. It's insane. (laughs) But here we are. We're here. Today we're talking about some pretty deep things, but before we dig in, um, of course, something that's frustrating us and something that's bringing us joy. Something that's frustrating me, I've talked about it before, but our this month, last month, I guess, technically September was just a really hard month mm-hmm. and I my anxiety was really bad and mm-hmm. I think it was just with my husband having surgery and the recovery time with that and then our boys being sick, we were all mm-hmm. out of routine. My house was trashed. Like yeah. it was nothing was getting done. Mm-hmm. And since my I homeschool and mm-hmm. since our kids were out of routine, mm-hmm. that caused some behaviors. Uh-huh. And then I just had all this pressure because I'm like, we haven't done like a really good school day in two weeks because Mm -hmm. of everything else that's happening. Right. And so I was a little bit frustrated with myself that like I didn't do what I should have done and I let the anxiety build up. Quote unquote, didn't do (laughs) what I should have done. (laughs) (laughs) And I just like, oh, and one day I just had a panic attack and I was just like, and here we are. Here we are. So, but. I try to do it all myself, and I can't. You like, can't. And yes. it's okay. We have those seasons, and yes. it's literally just a season, Yeah, which is so hard to remember when you're in the midst of it. And I feel like I was just on autopilot, Yeah, and so I wasn't doing the things, and so, yeah, it was yeah. just, and then one day, I realized I was on autopilot, yeah. and then just crashed. Just crashed. <laughs> yeah. But that something that's bringing me joy is during that time, we just had a really good good community around us Mm. like the first week Adam had surgery I didn't have to cook for the first week and even though my mom was in town which was such a blessing Mm -hmm. she's a nurse and so she pretty much made sure Adam was getting all the things that he needed while I took care of everything else Uh it was just so nice to have that community around us and just defeat us Mm because I'm like y'all would have just had cereal because I was done (laughs) by dinner time yes so that really just brought me so much joy Mm. um and just the importance of community is that we talk about all the time yeah it's so important what about you uh well what's frustrating me is concrete and the lack of it right now there's just like there's a concrete shortage there's a concrete shortage slash i think i I, maybe i'll butcher this and somebody (laughs) some person in construction is going to hear and be like that stupid lady (laughs) got it all wrong (laughs) my understanding is that there's like blackouts in the times when they can work. Oh, yeah. Getting somebody to bring it to you and mix it and pour it for you is like impossible. So we've been building our deck outside, yes. and that's the last step is we need concrete. And Blake has been calling literally every single day. Oh, my God. And he even had somebody be like, well, we just had an order canceled, so how much do you need? And when Blake told him, and it was not a large amount, mm-hmm. he was like, well, actually, I don't think we can make that happen, oh. <laughs> which was so frustrating. Yeah. Um, so that's just frustrating. They're going to be doing it, mixing it by hand, <laughs> which it's like a lot 
to mix by hand and pour, but that's where we're at. Yeah. But what's bringing me joy is that that's it. That's it. <laughs> Once that's done, oh, it's like. I can't wait to see it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's amazing. We yeah. love it. We're already like sitting out there. I built our like patio heaters for it this week. So we've been like sitting under those because oh, the weather's amazing yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, that's bringing us so much joy. It's yeah. just having this space where we can like sure. have people over and go sit yeah. outside and just mm-hmm. have this like, I don't know, have it feel cozy and welcoming. Yeah. And it's wonderful. Things. Yes. Yeah. We love it. So this month is National Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. And we've been talking about it all month long. Um, and I feel like this month, rightfully so, people mm-hmm. talk about pregnancy and infant loss and even infertility more. But what about the rest of the year? It's so important for all of us to get some recognition and for the conversation to be furthered. Um, but this isn't by any means the only time that we um, can think about our fertility journeys. We do, in fact, think about our losses, our cycles, our chances of getting pregnant, when our due date would be coming up, which I used to think about that all the time. All the time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. These things are a constant part of our lives and they always will be. So yeah. um, while I'm not all sad all the time, I do think about, um, you know, baby trotter our Mm -hmm. little one that I lost every single day without fail. He should be here. He should be a part of our lives, running around, making us laugh, making us crazy. (laughs) I would love to see like what kind of personality um, he would have had with the other three. Instead, I left wondering what funny things that would he had said, um, what his favorite colors would have been, if he would have had the same little (laughs) quirks as Jet. Just all those things. what he would have wanted for Christmas. I have at least one thought like that daily. I don't know about you, Lindsay, but yeah, I do. I do. Maybe what he would have liked if he wanted breakfast bars like Beckett <laughs> for the first, like <laughs> after he turned one, the first few years, like he would wake up. That's what he wanted, what he wanted. without fail. Oh, um, So yeah, it's just, yeah, something that I constantly think about. There might be days where it's not like yeah. consuming my brain, but right. So yeah, what are some thoughts that you um, have, Lindsay? Just like, it's mostly little things. Yeah. It's mostly like all of my kids have loved Curious George. Like would they, would the boys love Curious George or would they like, you know, Fletcher and Eleanor were super into PJ Masks. Would they have loved PJ Masks or would yeah. it have been like something totally something, different, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just, or like what would their favorite food be or would they smash banana into their hair <laughs> or, you know, just like yeah. things like that. Like how long mm-hmm. would it have taken them to learn how to ride a bike or costume one they have chosen for Halloween just like little things it's right. just those small moments that yeah. just come like fleeting into your brain sure. like yeah and throughout the day you know like we said we don't just only think about this through October but sometimes right. I feel like the month of October isn't for us because mm. we carry that around every day every day it's almost like for the world to realize yeah. like this happens every day mm-hmm. for somebody whether it's infertility loss a miscarriage a stillborn yeah these things are present in someone's mm-hmm. life at any given time and day yeah I think at least for me that's yeah. how I feel it's just like yes this is what's happening in our daily we're lives here. and we're here don't <laughs> yes. forget like here's how you can love us you can join us on a walk you yeah. can you know buy a brick with us or eat like just anything you know and so I think it's more so just for everyone to remember yeah yeah, these these pains Mm -hmm. happen and you will know someone in your lifetime Mm -hmm. who has walked that road absolutely remember with them in the month of October October yeah Yeah. it almost makes me think of when you're saying that um, I don't know who has seen Horton Hears Who, right. but when they're like on that tiny little flower and yeah, the only speck. the, yes, the speck <laughs> and only the one person can hear them yes. uh-huh. and 
So they all have to join their voices together and right? say, we are here, we, we are, are here, here, we are here. Yeah. <laughs> Until finally, when their voices are all together, finally they can be heard. Right, right. And people believe, oh, yes, they actually are there. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel it's like. Right. <laughs> like right. we're joining yes. our voices together and all of us are saying, we are here, In the month we of are October. here, we are here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is real. This is happening. Yes. It's not just, <laughs> yes. you know, yeah. something that happens in stories and or it just happens once and people move on and, you know, right. like, yeah. yeah, because let me tell you, nobody just moves on. Right. Mm-hmm. They might say they have, but that's because that's what society has expected uh-huh. them to do. And they have pushed themselves, made themselves believe that they've moved on. But mm-hmm. we all move forward, but not, we don't move on. Yeah. They're always a part of us. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So I noticed something odd when we lost my cousin almost a year ago. Every night when bedtime came around, I just, I didn't want to fall asleep. I was exhausted, but I found myself doing whatever I could to keep from closing my eyes at the end of the day. And in the middle of that, like I mentioned that to my siblings and they told me that they had felt the same way. Like oh. bedtime comes around and we just, we didn't want to fall asleep. Right. We just didn't want to. We like thought it was super weird, but we couldn't place our fingers on why we just went through the motions and I think it helped that the holidays were right then and that kind of distracted us and um, helped us to move forward but um, eventually a feeling left and I didn't give it much thought after until we lost our dog of 12 years this past summer and for a full week at least I found myself not wanting to fall asleep again at night and I was reminded of how I responded that way after we lost John And so this time I actually started asking myself why, like, instead of just like asking why, wondering why I started asking why, um, like, why didn't I want to fall asleep? Why was I trying to keep myself awake? Um, and then one day it dawned on me, it, I was afraid. Mm. That's why I was afraid. I just don't often fall asleep quickly. I'm not one of those people that I close my eyes and I'm out. It's like a process. I've always been that way. Hard for me to turn my brain off and it will take me, you know, at least 20, 30 minutes of me laying down with my eyes closed before I can fall asleep. Mm -hmm. Even if I'm exhausted, that's just how it is. And there are always moments between putting down the distraction and then me drifting off to dreamland. And I never know how long those moments will be. And it's usually in those moments that I have no filters and no distractions left. Just me alone with my thoughts, Mm -hmm. me while I'm trying to fall asleep in the quiet. And it dawned on me, it's the silence that follows that scares me the most. It's just, there's nothing to left to keep my mind from the fresh, right pain and grief that I'm feeling. And that's horrifying. So I subconsciously put it off until I no longer can. I'm sure some of you can relate to that. Yeah. I know that my siblings and I are not the only ones who have done this or felt this way. And it, it might not even be at night. Maybe it's in the middle of the day or you just feel like you have to turn on the TV or some music because the silence mm-hmm. around you feels like too much. Yeah. Oh, that's hard. It is hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just have to like face it. You just, we yeah. just distract ourselves even without realizing it sometimes. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I said, it's almost like autopilot. Like yeah. You're just, Go, just doing going through, through the, the motions. motions. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a person, I don't love silence anyway. Like I have four kids. It's very loud in my house. And I will have moms just be like, don't you love when you're in the car alone and it's just quiet and you just don't even turn on any music mm-hmm. or anything. So you can just appreciate the quiet. I like, I need music. I, I need something. Yes. Yeah. I don't like it. I yeah. hate just sitting in silence in my car. Maybe I should be appreciating this, but I'm not. I want to listen to what I want to listen to. Right. I can listen to something without a distraction. Yeah. That sounds amazing, mm-hmm. but I've never liked silence. Yeah. I've never liked it. Mm-hmm. So that is not a joyful or peaceful right. sound to me. Right. 
but at night, especially when I just can't turn my brain off and then I close my eyes and then it's just right there and in my face, yeah. what, mm-hmm. whatever it is that I'm feeling. But I think there's also a silence that goes beyond no noise being made around you. Um, there's a certain kind of silence that comes when the meal stop being dropped off at your doorstep and the, how are you doing today? Text starts slowing down and the visits on your couch have dwindled to a bare minimum. There's a silence that comes when life must go on once more. And that's terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. And obviously we can't be taken care of forever. Right. We right. know that. Yeah. Um, that's a given, but the transition from one to the other is really scary. Mm-hmm. And that the silence of being alone and doing a life again and trying to fumble through the day to day it's yeah. so overwhelming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so overwhelming. I know I've had just so many conversations with so many amazing women who have suffered loss. And one of the things I hear most is going back to work is so hard. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's you're starting life again. Like right. you're pushing play when yeah. you had pushed pause and now you're pushing play. And it just feels weird and scary to yeah take that first step yeah. forward. Mm-hmm. I remember after our loss, we lost on a Tuesday and I went back on Friday mm-hmm. and I was still like bleeding and everything oh gosh, yes. and like, yeah, but I had to go back to work. We right. had just gotten married yeah. like that year. Mm-hmm. Well, the f- it hadn't been a year yet mm-hmm. and we were young and we needed, <laughs> I needed to work. I needed money. Yeah. <laughs> to pay the bills. Exactly. And <laughs> yeah. And so I just remember going back that Friday I worked in a school at the time and I was a behavioral therapist and I was like the only one pregnant in that school at the time. So Uh, I was like the pregnant girl, the pregnant teacher, you know, and so like walking back down those halls and it was like, I was a ghost. Like people Mm. just didn't, I mean, this was what, 12 years ago. And so people just didn't know what to say. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I felt like I had some kind of disease because no one was like, I think there was one teacher that came up to me and gave me a hug, but that was Mm -hmm. it. Everyone else was just like, like put their head down as they walked past me. And Mm -hmm. it was just like, okay, I, I like, yes, this is awkward for you, but like, what about me? What about me? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is terrible. And oh. so I just remember going back to work and thinking, mm-hmm. I don't know how I can do this. And I ended up only working a half day. I need to go home, mm-hmm. you know. And it just made me, like, so sad for the people that um, that don't have that maternity mm-hmm. leave, you know. And, yeah. like, because we were 16 weeks long and... I don't know. Like, I just feel like there needs to be some sort of law. Like, seriously, like miscarriage Mm -hmm. or have an early pregnancy loss. Like, Mm -hmm. they need time. And it's just like, yeah. And so I remember going back to work thinking, how in the world, like, do I just pick up and go? Right. the world is still happening. Yeah. Things are still happening. Things still need Mm -hmm. to be done. Like, I still need to make dinner for my Mm -hmm. husband and I. Like, I think that was like really, really hard. Yeah. Even like, paying the bills yeah like doing adult things doing adult things yeah. like you have to pay your mortgage right you have to pay your electric bill right. when you're in the midst in mm. the throes of that intense grief yeah it just it's like i can barely get out of bed yeah. let alone pick up my checkbook right. and write this out yep. and address it and put a stamp on it and get it to the mailbox yeah after we lost the twins we it was our first year of co-op that year mm. And I was in the nursery with, with my girl, Dara. Um, she had older twins. And oh. so we kind of bonded over, the, yes. like, she was kind of telling me what to expect. Um, there was another mom in there, too, I think, who had twins or was a twin or something. And so we talked about twins a lot when yeah. we were in the nursery watching these babies. Right. And there was literally nothing else to do. So we just talked about, like, twin stuff. Sure. And I just remember being like, oh, I'm just so grateful that, yeah. like, I was like, 
place with these women just that I didn't know. They're helping me and they're like guiding me. And then when we lost the twins, which is in November, I was like, I can't go back. I can't do it. I can't like go back and like, you know, so we took off the rest until January, maybe even a little bit later. I don't remember, but I remember my first Monday back, not Monday, Friday. I went to co op on Mondays right. <laughs> when I was a kid. Um, my first Friday back, I remember waking up and being like nervous to oh, go in. Sure. And just yeah. like all these women that I didn't know super well, uh-huh. but are we going to talk about it? Or are we not going to talk about it? Right. And it wasn't my first loss, uh-huh. but I still, you know, it's just different in different right. environments. Yeah. Everybody was great. Yeah. You know, everybody uh-huh. was warm and welcoming, but specifically Dara, I sat down at the table next to her and she was like, how are you doing? Yeah. And I was like, honestly, not very good. Yeah. Not great. Uh-huh. And I, I don't even remember exactly what she said to me, yeah. but she was like, well, of course you're not doing good. Right. This sucks. Yeah. This is the worst and it shouldn't have happened. Right. It was something along those lines and it was short and sweet, but it made such an impact yeah. on me. Mm-hmm. And she had already set up the, herself for a presence to be that I felt like I could tell her that yeah. I wasn't doing well. Right. And then her for her response to be like, of course, right. of course yeah. you're not doing well. Right. Instead of like, oh yeah, well, I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. She just like, I don't know. She's had hardship too so when people other people have hardship right you kind of you kind of develop a sense of how to respond but that was just what I needed yeah was just like yeah "Yeah, of course right (laughs) and then my day like I went through my day and it felt better because Uh somebody had seen me right yeah and heard you and heard me allowed for there to not be that silence and sat with you she yeah yeah, exactly Mm -hmm. even just for those few minutes and I still remember that moment and just being so grateful yeah well, and there's also a silence that comes when people stop saying their name or maybe they still say it, but not as much. And you wonder if you'll be the only one left who remembers them, which sometimes I think about that all the time. Yeah. But my sweet angel babies, they like talk about him all the time. Oh. And it's just like, even when they're playing or they're saying, yes. how old will he be right now? Or, yes. you know, like those Ugh, sort of things. So I, I love, I love that about them. I love that. Um, or maybe there's. Uh, maybe there is no name to say, and that's what hurts the most. Maybe the rounds of meds have ended with no success, and nobody remembers what your body went through except for you. Maybe nobody else remembers how hard you tried or how badly you wanted a baby, and they see you pick um, up your life and move forward, but they've also forgotten or don't realize that you still wish you spent your days chasing little babies around or cleaning sticky little fingers and faces, or that you wish you spent your night snuggling up under blankets with the tiny little arms around your neck. There's an ache in your soul, but all around you is silence. Nobody speaks about what you could or should have been. That kind of silence can be suffocating. So suffocating. (laughs) It's It's, so true. Yes. It's a silence that follows that scares me most. And recently so, which is why our Thrive Tip this month is to remember. We want you to intentionally remember all the hopes and dreams you had. Hopes and dreams of the baby or babies that should be in your arms in your home, part of your life every single day. We want you to be intentional, not only today, not only this month, but uh, whenever it is necessary. What can we do to remember? Um, we would love to hear what you come up with. Let us know on social media, Yet We Thrive, or email us at hello at yetwethrive.com. And we want you to know that you don't have to remember alone. We are here to remember with you. Your story will not be forgotten. And we'll see you next week.
Thanks for joining us today on the Yet We Thrive podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, go ahead and take a screenshot to share on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Yet We Thrive or at yetwethrive.com. If our podcast has impacted you at all, we would so appreciate if you would take a couple of moments to leave a review. These things will help us to share the word and keep on thriving. Until next time.